It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's me, it's me, it's the D O double G, the road dog, Jesse James, and by my side, as always, is that B A double D A double crooked letter badass billy gut together we are the new age outlaws and you're listening to the voc nation and if you ain't down with that he's got two words for you suck it voc nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call email and twitter voc nation hosts include the legendary ken resnick you probably remember from the awa and wwe former wcw performer the maestro Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact. Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez. And former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern. And, of course, In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And, by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOCNation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to Russell Rock with Rick Connor. What the F was that entire freaking promo about? Mark Kalbacher. She's like the James Ellsworth of women. And Corey Castle. I look like Paul London and Brian Kendrick mixed. <laughs> hey, everybody, what's going on? Welcome to another episode of Russell Rock. Start, starting super goddamn late, waiting for stupid Corey Castle. Been setting up his. <laughs> Laptop for the last twenty minutes. How like, how how do you do from home and be late? How are you twenty minutes late where you already are? I don't really think, think his computer's broke. I think he's trying to find the perfect sleeveless shirt to wear on the show this week. <laughs> uh, yeah, he'll be uh, he'll be doing this in a couple minutes. A um, lot going on this week. Uh, we found out uh, something big about SummerSlam. Uh, they're trying to hold it in, in an outside arena this year. Uh, I don't know if they're going to do like a uh, like a bash at the beach type of situation, or if it's going to be, uh, you know, is it going to be on a cruise ship? Or are they just ripping off Jericho's idea? What are they What are they doing here? My the only thing I heard was a rumor, and it I couldn't believe it when I heard it was the the cruise ship thing. It's like mm-hmm. really like, and then what are you going to try to pretend it was your idea? Um, <laughs> I haven't heard anything about an arena, and I still don't even understand the logistics of it with everything going on. So, um, how are you going to do it? You can't have a you can't have a crowd, or what are you going to do? Like per box, you can set like maybe five people per like little section. Like every every two seats, you can put a person. You at least have some kind of crowd out there, but still they have to go through the lines. They still have to go through all that. So you don't like how does that work? But uh, yeah. I don't. I don't like I said, man. I have not been thrilled about them doing big pay per views until this is all over, anyway. I, I don't, I don't thing, we don't we don't know when this is going to end, and if they have to set up little like uh, 
what are those called? Like skyboxes, but for everywhere all across the arena, like you said, because they can hold like five people in each one. I'm fine with it. Uh, you know, it's it's whatever. It's just this at this point, it's not gonna. It's probably gonna keep on going like into next year. So as opposed to having zero wrestling, I'll deal with. You know, if they're if they're trying to get a crowd in, or if they're even if they're just setting up like an outside ring and just having their usual NXT students. Like if this is what we got, I'll take it as opposed to zero wrestling at all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we don't, we're not going to have it because um, like they've announced no, no live shows over a certain amount of people until February of next year. So yeah. WWE, AEW, whoever else is trying to do stuff like they're, they're screwed all the way through till next year. Like there's no, that there's no escaping it now. So uh, I understand them doing the big shows. It's just, I, I, I just, right now we were, we were talking off air while we were waiting for uh, Corey to figure out what shirt he wants to wear. Um, <laughs> we were, we were talking about how like the writing in WWE is so God awful. Sorry. He just popped up on the stream and he's wearing his leave shirt. <laughs> Let's go. Hi. <laughs> What's going on, Corey? How you doing? How's it going? Were you guys were you talking smack about yes. my sleeveless shirts? We're trying to figure out which sleeveless shirt you're going to pick out. Like, so like the, computer the, fine. the computer's fine. We were trying to figure out which you were trying to figure out what sleeveless shirt to wear. So, oh, oh yeah, that was, the computer was totally. <laughs> I was bluffing. <laughs> so we're talking about. Um, welcome to the show, and we're Hi. talking about. Uh, Hi, we're talking about SummerSlam. Uh, they're saying that they're going to WWE is trying to hold it outside somewhere. So we don't know if it's going to be a beach. Uh, there was a rumor going around that they're going to do a cruise ship. Uh, what do you think about all this? I did read about the cruise ship, but I thought that was all just somebody making a joke. I thought that was a joke. Because um, I thought that it was I think it was all a joke about um, about uh, how they were going to have mankind be the commissioner and have it be called the dude love boat. <laughs> I thought that was just a joke. Some I thought that was just a joke somebody wrote on Twitter. I follow this guy on Twitter, and he's he just like puts a lot of wrestling jokes. His name is uh, James Vanderbeek, not like the real James Vanderbeek. It's like it's spelled different. <laughs> the Dawson the Dawson is not the Dawson. wrestling. The Dawson. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to look him up. I enjoy a good wrestling pun. I really yeah. do. Yeah, this dude, this dude is really funny. Check him out. It's uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up right now so I can tell you because it's it's worth it's worth mentioning. He's he's, but, he's uh, funny. I, honestly, I don't. Can you invite a bunch of people to uh to an outside wrestling show? I don't see why not. They're doing it with restaurants and stuff. So why well, not I mean, have fans? If it's on a boat, it's international waters. Well, I mean. Yeah, so legally they can do that, but I mean, yeah. if it's on if it's on the beach somewhere, or if it's, uh, you know, like down by the river, or some, you know, whatever, outside full sail somewhere, you know. Well, it, it's weird because if you know anything about what they they think the way the the virus spreads, like it would have to be during the day. So watching a wrestling event like in broad daylight, you know, and that you know how well that's gone over over the years. Yeah. Um, the only other thing I could think of, like I said. Is uh, you can do a stadium, and then maybe sit people per seat, 
and then maybe have it at a quarter capacity. But if you, you know, if no other sports allowed to do that. So how are they going to get away with it? Yeah, I don't know. So what's uh what's baseball doing now? They're they're starting back up again, but they're doing empty arenas, right? They're doing the joke we made ages ago. Yeah, I just I just heard about that, and I was like, we should get. They were listening to the podcast. They were listening to Wrestle Rock. They have cardboard. You can pay money to have a cardboard cutout of your face in the stands. <laughs> That's so dumb. That's I so dumb. I think it may might be MLB or NBA is also doing the thing with the iPads at on the seats. It, it, it's definitely not baseball, so I'm not sure who would be doing that. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, I, I heard, heard, that, heard about it. that. And I was like, "That's like that's 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 Russell Rock's idea." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we actually said. I heard that it was going to be on like a uh, a screen, like an LED screen, all around the the court or whatever, and they were just going to show videos of fans. And I'm like, "Wow, we definitely said that on Russell Rock." <laughs> I was like, no, nobody can afford to do that. And here we go. NBA's doing it. So you never know. Maybe AEW or WWE is going to adapt one of those things. That's what I'm thinking. And then, <laughs> and then they can say they took it from them and not us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, in other news, Zack Ryder showing up on uh, AEW TV. Uh Whatever. I misplaced his name. Is Matthew something? Matt Cardona. Uh, Cordana. Cordana. Cordana, yeah. Cordana. It's like it's another it's another dumb name. Like you had Zach Ryder for years and now you're gonna go to Matt Cardana. But it doesn't if you can pick a different name, hell. <laughs> Guys, they're terrible. Thing I like it or that it's good. It's like just because it's your real name doesn't mean you have to do it. Like Nick Burke sounds like a wrestling name. Matt Cardona sounds like a car salesman. Uh, Corey <laughs> Castle is not my real name, but my real name doesn't sound like a wrestling name, so I didn't pick it. That's right. <laughs> that's the way wrestling works. That's why we have people called Batista, even though that's his real name. Just spelled different. It's like Bautista. Bow Tuesday, yes. Bow, bow, day, bow, bow. <laughs> so, uh, what do you think? Uh, is is this going to be something big for for AEW for Zach Ry- or whatever Matt Cardona? Is this going to be big for him, or is it going to be more of the same? I don't think so, because I don't think one. I don't think uh, Matt has the following he did back during the you know like the internet yeah. champion days. The internet championship, yeah. And it would be funny if he brought that belt with him. Yeah, why not? Like, but the whole thing is like, I I think he's been treated so poorly for so many years. Like, they're gonna have to do a serious rebuild on him in AEW to get him anywhere. Just having him come yeah. out and be two famousers like doesn't really do anything for me. Like, and he, <laughs> and he doesn't shave his chest anymore. That's what I'm, I'm supposed to be excited over. Like, like he did nothing. Like to me, like, I mean, it's, I mean, he's a good wrestler. I mean, hopefully they do something with him. But I wasn't excited for it at all. I mean, hopefully for his sake, hopefully for his sake, this will be like Christian's TNA run for him. Yeah, Yeah. I just rebirth. Yeah, I just think AEW has enough wrestlers already and they're starting to bring in more. 
And it's like, you're still trying to establish, you know, your Darby Allens and your Orange Cassidy's. And now you're going to start bringing in WWE stars. And it's like, well, what are you going to do with those guys? Like, uh, how do you, how do you balance all that? And that was the one thing TNA had a serious problem with back in the day. It was like, you know, they would try to like build their Samoa Joe's and AJ Styles and then Kurt Angle would show up. And the next thing you know, yeah. the whole thing about Kurt Angle. So I'm not sure how many of these guys should bring in. But I, I know Cody's bringing his boys in, which is fine because it's probably easier to work with since they're all friends. Uh, but yeah. I don't know. We'll see. And, you know, now they can go on Ferris wheels together or whatever they do. Roller coasters, that's their thing together when that actually happens again. <laughs> Amusement. Yeah. My, At the party. My, my weird thing about Mr. Ryder is what happened to his girlfriend who was supposed to be brought up to Raw? <laughs> Chelsea Green has just disappeared. Yeah, she, I don't know. She kicked Robert Stone to the crew, and she was supposed to move up the Raw, and I think she was supposed to feud with Charlotte. And I wonder if they squashed that now that Charlotte, you know, is you know injured. Well, maybe she got like the Triple H in the uh, the Madison Square Garden, the MSG, like that that whole uh, cage. What like, Triple H got punished for the, the actions of Shawn Michaels? The curtain call. Yeah, that's the word I was looking for. Thank you. You're welcome. Yep. Yeah, I was wondering, well, like, what, did, you know, we're getting rid of Zach, so now you're worthless, or what? I don't understand, like, where that works, you know? <laughs> well, what happened with, with Chelsea? Was there a curtain call situation with Chelsea? No, did she go Zach up? left, and he's in the competition now. So. Oh, so what? So did Dean Ambrose. Renee Young is still around. <laughs> yeah, but she's not, yeah. A, she's not like, an in-ring talent. She's she's a credible reporter. I mean, you got you got Adam Cole and Britt Baker. Like, there's there's a lot of relationships going on between the two promotions. I know. I just it was just weird how she just disappeared because I know that was the thing was they were supposed to yeah. pull her up the wall. It was it was only a theory. wasn't uh, wasn't didn't have <laughs> didn't have legs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm shooting it down. I'm like, no, you're wrong. Stop. No. I'm starting rumors, dickhead. <laughs> uh, another thing about uh, AEW uh, that happened last week, we missed a show last week, so we didn't get to talk about it, was uh, Eddie Kingston came on. Uh, I don't know if anybody saw this match. Uh, he, I, he was called out on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. He was called out by, uh, by Cody Rhodes. He's doing that open challenge for the TNT uh, championship. Um. I really enjoyed this match, and then I got really, really mad that uh, he got tapped out to a figure four. Eddie Kingston is... That's not even Cody's move. Nah, exactly. It's like, when does Cody Rhodes use the figure four? And I understand, like, me and Mark were talking off air about them uh, starting the rumor of uh, reuniting the four horsemen, and Cody Rhodes is going to be in there, so he uses the figure four. Okay, that kind of makes sense. But if you're bringing in Eddie Kingston, of all people, like, he's an internet... He's one of those internet darlings, man. Like, uh, anybody knows those uh the, those indie shows they cut this big promo beforehand it's like if you know uh if you know your stuff in the indies and you're gonna know who this guy is and if you don't you're gonna get uh this big treat and then kingston comes out and he cuts this big giant promo and he's putting everybody down and it's brilliant and then he gets in there and he gets tapped out to a figure four leg lock like rick flair barely ever did that to be honest with you like most of the time people kicked out of the figure four it wasn't. It wasn't the him tapping out to the figure four didn't bother me. It was 
why did Cody take the thumbtack bump if he was just going to tap him out 30 seconds later? That was yeah. the thing that kind of like caught me off guard. It's like, why would you do that? And then speaking of thumbtacks, Darby Allen with that skateboard, what he did to that kid, like that, that dude, well, I forgot, Starks, Ricky Starks, yeah. that screwed up. Like he ripped his apart. I never yeah. seen I don't... bleeding everywhere. I was like, why would you agree to that? <laughs> like, I don't know, man. That's some straight up indie stuff right there. That's like 2001 CZW type of stuff. I don't know. I don't know. I was, I was kind of hoping that stuff would go away, but it's it's back. <laughs> you know, but yeah, I, I, it pissed me off that they jobbed out Kofi Kingston. This is another situation of uh, AEW can do no wrong. Like, because WWE did the same thing. Mustafa Ali came back and jobbed out to uh, to Bobby Lashley, and the, everybody exploded. It's like, how dare WWE do that? I'm like, well, AEW yeah, just did it. To- yeah, but that was that good. match was perfect. That was a good match. Uh, that tag, that six man tag match that Bobby Lashley mm-hmm. and the the Hurt Company or yeah. Pain Business, whatever the the thing is called, something like that. Hurt Company Pain Business, whatever it's called. What is the it called? The Hurt. Uh, that- Ouchie Corporation. Oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> MVPs, whatever it's called. Ouchie Faction. <laughs> I really like it. I'm not. I'm not busting on it. I'm busting on me for not knowing what it's called. The, the thing that blows my mind: everybody has a belt, but Bobby Lashley, and he's the star out of the three of them. <laughs> I think that's kind of the joke, though, because Benjamin's got the 24-7 title, which nobody really cares about, and then MVP. I didn't see that him winning that. I just saw him holding it, and I was like, whoa, he's the champion now. I didn't I didn't see what happened. It was a, it was a real quick thing backstage where he just rolled up R-Truth and got the belt. The deadly roll-up. Yeah, yes, the most devastating finisher <laughs> in all <laughs> professional wrestling. But uh, no, and then MVP's got the uh, United States title that uh, isn't really his. Right, it belongs to Paul Cruz, but Paul Cruz is injured, so it's kind of like they're they have. I'm I'm kind of glad Lashley doesn't have a title because it's kind of like, you know, yeah, we got some belts, but they're not, but not really. It, it would be it would be really cool if uh if like if uh Orlando why am I saying all the names wrong if Apollo Cruz if Apollo Cruz came back and was like. I'm really the United States championship, the United States champion. And he had the old title on him. And he's like, he's like, yeah, but you gotta, you gotta go through me first. And he wrestles Bobby Lashley. Bobby beats him, wins the United States championship. And then MVP's like, and then he's like, well, you gotta give that to me now. Cause I'm actually the United States. Just came hand me that, that belt that you've been holding. That'd be a, a neat little angle. I don't know Would that's what up a faction already. No, yeah. but it would just it would just be uh, you know who's the alpha of the whole thing. That would be sort of like okay. a, a a role, you know, a role sort of um, dominance sort of uh, establishing. Yeah, I get it. That that'd be kind of cool. I, I could be into that. I don't know. Pritchard never do it because he sucks. <laughs> damn Pritchard. Well, I, Pritchard. I, Here's Pritchard. Bruce Pritchard. Oh, God. That old guy. 
Um, yeah, speaking of uh, bad angles, uh, this was going around a lot this week with, with uh, Asuka and Sasha Banks. Uh, that rematch for the Raw Women's Championship uh, ended on a countout, which means Banks got the title. Legit. Um, I thought this was great. I thought this was perfect heel stuff. And everybody lost their damn mind and blamed booking. And I don't know. I'm like, this, this, that was a heel thing to do. Like, I, I, I legitimately felt bad for Kari Sane getting punked out in the back by Bailey and screaming Asuka's name. Like, I thought that was great. Uh, you know, Oscar runs to the back to she didn't want to and she had to. It was it was I thought it was good. I, I legitimately thought it was good. People were more pissed off that it was a count out. But those were the stipulations. Anyway, those were the stipulations set last week. What the hell did you think was going to happen? Anytime you can change a title by count out, the title is changing by count out. Otherwise, they wouldn't have the stipulation. So I, I, I don't know. I had zero problem with that. I thought it was great. Uh, I love Banks and Bailey. I love Oscar. It's almost so, like it's almost like the the same match they had with Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre at Extreme Rules, where you know like the count the count outs didn't apply to Dolph Ziggler, but they they applied to to Drew Mac. It's it's just it's just like eh. it was. Well, was that's how that's how it felt to me. It was just like really like you you have this match. You have the two, like I said, probably the two best females in WWE going at it. They they have insane chemistry. Oscar's got her in the lock. Why wouldn't you just have like I don't know have Bailey come down the ringside and distract her or something instead of like. Like throwing Kari Sane into a door over and over again, and that was enough for her to like run to the ring. And then I don't know if you guys noticed this. The ref went, they like didn't do a classic 10 count. He's like, one, two, three, four, five, you're out. Like, and it was it. Like, she was she wasn't even halfway up the ramp and she was already counted out of the match. It was just it was bad. It was just I'll give you I'll give you the referee point, but the thing is Kari Sane, from what I'm hearing, is done officially. Like that was that was the last so like she can play it up. Oscar can play it up like, oh, you injured my friend and she has to retire now or she's leaving or whatever. Uh, and then you can set up a rematch at SummerSlam. You know, we got we got the second pay-per-view of the year coming up. And it's like, oh, well, that finished like, yeah, technically you're the champion, but you did it kind of weird. So now you have the heel or you have the face coming back pissed as hell trying to go after the, the heel. It makes sense to me. I guess. Yeah, I mean, if you if you wanted to see like a legitimate finish on Monday Night Raw, like sorry, that usually doesn't happen with any match. So uh, it's you know just wait for the pay per view. Of course, they're setting up for a pay per view. Why wouldn't they be? Here's my opinion. Here's my opinion on it. All right, mm-hmm. bear with me here for just a minute. Sure. Uh, it's difficult enough, and it's complicated enough to hold people's attention. But then when you complicate it more by adding BS rules onto things, uh, holding their attention is going to be even harder. It's like making Braille numbers, not one dot, two dot, and three dots. They're like five dots for one, three dots for two. Like It's like, it's complicated enough already being blind. Stop making Braille so difficult for numbers. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think it's just like... It's, it's hard to hold attention. I blind people can't pay attention is what you're saying. <laughs> so it's just yeah. so tough to watch WWE right now because it's like the entire show is roll up, 
disqualification count out, roll up, roll up, interference, match never finishes. You know, and then you had this match where, like I said, the girls are killing it. Like, great story. Um, Oscar selling the leg, you know, the whole night. And then they go to a video of Bailey. Like, why didn't Bailey drag her outside and beat her up at the top of the ramp? Like, <laughs> A lot of it was weak, and that way she could like chase off Bailey and then get counted out, you know, instead of like running into a back where there was no one there anyway because it was probably recorded three hours ago. <laughs> it, I don't know, man. It, it, I just didn't like it. I don't, I don't know where they're going, and they tend to treat Oscar like a chump all the time, and it, it gets kind. Of, it's like, is she a killer or is she a chump? Because they like keep. They flip flop her personality over and over again. It's kind of annoying. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, they do do. They do that. Something I did like was the the stuff they did with with uh, Bailey and Nikki Cross on SmackDown. Like that whole build was cool. I liked that. Uh, had to make her had to make her fight her friend and beat her friend. And then mm-hmm. and then now it's like. Now that Nikki Cross lost that match, and then she pushed, she pushed Alexa Bliss down, and then, and then the fiend, and then the fiend is involved with Alexa Bliss. What? That was cool. That's gonna be something neat, I think. Hopefully. Well, not only that, he finally did something evil. Like he's always like beating, he's always attacking wrestlers nine times out of ten. None of us care about, so we always end up cheering the fiend. Mm-hmm. And then he went after Alexa Bliss, and pretty much everybody loves Alexa Bliss. But. Right, and then you know, of course, it's a guy going after a girl, and you know, it, it's. It, I thought it was really cool. That was, or anything, she's all right. that, was, that was probably my favorite moment all week. I mean, last week the only thing that really, really stood out to me moment wise was uh, uh, Dijakovic being uh choked out by Killer Cross, and uh, and Keith Lee was watching. He just kept saying, "This is on me," and he kept taking the forearms. And he wouldn't let he wouldn't let Keith Lee interfere. That was really well done. Yeah. But uh, uh yeah, dude, that, that Ooh, I thought it was dope. I, I thought it was really well done. Yeah. Uh it's really rare that in WWE you see a man hit a woman or do anything to a woman physically. And it was really, you know, it was I'm not gonna say it was refreshing. It's like, yeah, finally a man gets to hit a woman. But you know, <laughs> you know equal rights and, uh, and lefts. <laughs> but you know what I mean. It's it was it, it. I like when they when they save something uh, for something big like this. So it it means more. You know what I mean. So yeah. I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, so, and yeah, I'm assuming it's going to be uh, Fiend and uh, and Strowman at SummerSlam because Strowman's is a uh, that's his check, kinda. Well, like she was involved in the. Uh, in the swamp match too, the swamp ass death match. <laughs> and it, and and now everything now everything makes sense, you know, because like you said, that was like Braun's like little crush, and then like her face shows up as Sister Abigail, and now she's being attacked by the fiend. Right. At least mm-hmm. it's so weird how like everything with Bray Wyatt, whether you like how the the finishes end up, like his storylines are so much better than anything else on Raw, like because everything ties together, everything has history, like he. Yeah. Why can't we just do this with everybody? Why can't we? <laughs> why, why do we have to have just Grand Metallic show up on Friday night and wrestle AJ Styles? 
Wouldn't I mean, it was a decent match. There was some Great. weird parts. And, you know, I had the same thing to say about the um, Miz, and, Miz and Big E match. Like, it was a good match. There was just a little bit of awkward parts, but everything else was all right. Yeah. We were talking about, like, WWE right yeah. now. Match quality is top notch. The problem is the storylines are so goddamn bad. Mm-hmm. Well, it seems like they're definitely piping in more audience noise. Like, yes. they're adding that. It, you can absolutely tell that that's being added in. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if I'm a fan uh, of it. I don't mind. I, honestly, half the time, I'm barely paying attention. Ah. <laughs> like, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. It's it, it, The crowd's the crowd. It's whatever they have. You know, they can try to make it a little better if they want to. Either way, there's, like, barely anybody there. People are there being paid to cheer or boo. Uh-huh. It's like, you know. You can either ignore it or you can hone in on it. If you hone in on it, you're just going to ruin your your wrestling watching experience. So uh, it's it, it like, is what it is. It's, I hate it. it's like a laugh track in like a bad comedy, right? <laughs> like a sitcom, like a a cheesy sitcom, like the the dingbat husband got himself into a pickle. I just I just think mm-hmm. some of the they should sure. add like the 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 ooze when the when a little romantic scene happens. Ooh. I, I just think sometimes the stuff is forced. Like we're, we're talking about the fiend and when, you know, there was a crowd even be, before he mandible clawed, you know, uh, Alexa, when he popped, when he came out, you knew the crowd would have popped just seeing, hearing the noise and the music going, and they were booing immediately. And it's like, Oh, you guys like, stop. This is so forced. Yeah, it like, is very, no very nuts to see the fiend because he hasn't been on television in how many months now. Yeah. And then when he mandible claw, people might have booed after that. But it was right. just like it was just really badly done. Well, it's it's very clear at that moment that it's not actual fans. It's yeah. people who are extras. Yeah, and it's it's very clear. Like there there would not be a you effed up chant or a holy shit chant. Uh, in in the in the full sale building, whatever that place is called. I don't know. I think some, some of the reactions need to be calmed down. I, I think they need to be more natural. I think if some of the people are like into like certain wrestlers, they shouldn't be because fo- they're extras. They shouldn't be forced to cheer for who WWE wants them to cheer for. I think they should just cheer. You know. Yeah, it'll make it feel a little more natural, you know. Let them be fans. Let them actually go out there and cheer for you know, uh, like go out there and mark out. Like, why isn't that the only instructions? Like, go there, out there, and be marks. Go out there and just just be fans. Like, you're you're all here because you liked wrestling. So go out there and like wrestling. Like, why isn't that the only instruction? Why do you have to cheer for who they want you to cheer for? Like, that's dumb. That's why AEW works better when they have the crowds because they're just cheering for who they want to cheer while they're out there. You know, it just sounds natural when the guys are wrestling. You know. Yeah. Although it's the same thing with um, uh, the pops with AEW as well, because you know uh, Zack Ryder showing up on AEW would have gotten a huge oh, damn yeah. pop. Uh-huh. It, it sucks yeah. that it did. You know. Yeah, that's 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 the that's the worst part of it all for him, is because. Like the fans would have went nuts for him, but the 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 guys and girls who are already in the locker room or might already know that he was there would just go, "Ah, oh, wow, this is how they do it. debut him, huh? All right, 
<laughs> well, Speaking see you later. <laughs> I'm wondering, uh, did any of you guys hear Watts talking Shopamania last night? No. I was wondering how that went. So it was basically supposed to be like one giant, like, uh, South Paul wrestling type event yesterday. Oh, that was up. It's supposed to be uh, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Yeah. The everybody turf, was playing, everybody was playing like goofy characters and but I, I I didn't know if any I was working so I didn't know if any of you guys saw it or not. I haven't heard any reviews of it, nothing yet. So I wonder if anybody watched it. <laughs> probably I, probably wouldn't have watched it even if I knew it was happening. <laughs> and I yeah, probably they, won't. they were trying to convince you it was only fourteen bucks, but it's like uh, I don't know. That that sounds like a lot of money for something I don't really want to watch. Yeah, I saw I saw Jericho doing like a promo on it on his Twitter or Instagram or something where he was like that jobbers these jo-, and he was like trying to crap on them because they weren't like with AEW so he was just talking crap. It was funny because it's Jericho. Yeah. They've they've had a couple uh, they've had a couple solid interviews on their talking shop not interviews but just explaining what happened to them with WWE so if you guys want to check their stuff out to see what happened to those guys it's uh it's pretty interesting and one of them they have Heath Slater on there and Heath Slater explains him being removed so that was actually a really good show are they um, call what are they calling him in TNA now or an Impact what do they call just Heath that's it just Heath just Heath he's a candy bar mm-hmm. Heath. Heath Z Bar. <laughs> I don't know why they call him Heath Miller. I think that's his real name. Miller is his last name. That's not a bad name. Heath Miller. They should just call him Keith. Keith Slayer. <laughs> oh, God. It is too hard uh, not to deal with this. Uh... <laughs> uh one uh, one thing I wanted to bring up there's a there's a debate going around uh, on social media, uh, and I wanted to get your guys' opinion on this. Best elbow drop in wrestling. I wanted to put that out there. So they they the, the the examples of CM Punk and Kari Sane, but I'm ignoring them because the the other two are Shawn Michaels and Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, Michaels right away. Nah, Macho Man. Michael. That's what I said. I was thinking, sir, all right, so it's Macho Man. It's got to be Macho Man. But everyone's like, no, man, Michaels looked way better. I barely remember Michaels ever dropping an elbow. I know he did a bunch, but it was always like a transitional move. It was never like a, you know, I'm dropping an elbow. You know, hopefully I'll get the three count. We'll see. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing, guys. And, and Macho Man is awesome, too. I love it. I love it. I'm not bashing that compared to Shawn Michaels. But my generation was I was a wrestling fan when Michaels was big, not a big wrestling fan when Macho Man was big. Yeah, that's mm. understandable. Right. And it's it, it's not a it's not a bad argument because you're looking at two of the best ever, and it's like you're right. trying to compare who had a better elbow drop. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know. But like you posted, who was better thing. at doing pins though? What's that? Who was doing? Who was better at doing pins? <laughs> <laughs> Rick, who Rick covered? Posted? Rick posted on his Facebook earlier, and I thought that was a better one. Was who had the better power bomb? Yeah, I think hands down Vader had the best one. But I, I never, I never liked Sid's power bombs. No, they were always weird. 
they're always either too sloppy or too like his own look dangerous. Every, yeah, everything was just too everything with him. And it's funny, evidenced the most by the a match that he had with Michaels. When Michael he had Michaels in like a like a rear naked or like a chin lock or whatever, and Michaels was like calling spots to him. I'm like, no, if you have him in a in this, you call the spot. You, you don't call the spot. Right, right. I was like, Michaels is Michaels is taking him to school, Jackson. <laughs> uh, another one was Jake Roberts or Arn Anderson for best DDT. Yeah, I've seen uh, that one a bunch. Yeah. I, I commented on. I think I thought I think I saw Mike Law post about it, and I was mm-hmm. like, I Jake's is Jake's is Jake's, and there's no taking away from how Jake's is great. But Arns was cool with the fake punch, and and they the guy had to do that, and then he DDT like. That was the I, coolest. I think they're missing a third, and I think Raven had probably the best DDT I've ever seen. Raven, the way he would just pause and then drop real quick and just hit it perfectly every single time. Like I thought Raven's DDT was like gorgeous. And yeah, you know, Jake the Snake was his mentor, but I, I just think he did it better than Jake. Hmm. Yeah. Raven's, Raven's, Raven's one of those lost guys where like I don't I hope it, it doesn't happen, but he seems to almost like fade away how good he really was. Yeah. 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 Because his his biggest highlight was ECW, like you know the beginning of like ECW really blowing up. But he was mm-hmm. he was so good. What? I'll see if I can find the entry him. theme song. What's that? And his forcible the entry theme song. <laughs> that was a good song. <laughs> I used to listen to that song a lot. Yeah. It was um, on my. It's on on one of my Spotify playlists. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I the, the thing about Arn Anderson's is I, it always felt like he kind of it always felt sloppy, even though it wasn't sloppy. Just the way he kind of twisted with it and kind of like threw his entire body down. I, I don't know. It just it always sat kind of weird with me. Just because Arn, Arn Anderson, like, <laughs> yeah, Arn was like, he just looks sloppy all the time. <laughs> and the man was like chubby and horseshoe bald since he was 16. So like, <laughs> <laughs> that's a very good can, point. Can you, can you, Rick, can you name the episode chubby and horseshoe bald, please? <laughs> I'm writing that down on you. <laughs> uh, since we're, uh, <laughs> since we're already talking about who's the best at what here, why don't we do uh, that with a segment? We call Who Wins Wrestling. Who wins wrestling? Blah, 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 blah. Uh, who would like to go first? Does anyone have anything? Um, go ahead, Mark. You can go, Corey. You can go, man. Oh, I was gonna say Big E, man. His first like singles, big singles win. Um, you know, him like having having he was like, put your Kofi was like, put your meat on my meat or whatever. <laughs> and like gave him gave him the blessing for being a single star. Like I think yeah. Biggie's gonna be world champion like within the next six to twelve months. I hope. I hope. There's there's no one who's like he's a total package type character. So you know, he, he's a big dude, he can go, he's a talker, like he's he's got all the tools to be a what, world champion. What's really cool about it is too, like when when he can get serious and like turn off the fun guy voice. Yeah. Like you're like, oh crap, oh crap, clutching the pearls, oh crap, Someone, <laughs> someone's gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, 
they're they're already doing the the build up if they continue with it like you know they just put them against the Miz this week they could put them against Morrison next week the week after that they could do Corbin and then just keep on building them up and building them up I mean you never know he he could be he could be championed by you know Royal Rumble time yeah yeah. Uh, we still got to figure out what what is going on with Shorty G. Is he a bad guy now? And now he's finally Chad Gable again? Or I I hope so. I hope so. Like That's usually, my... usually you know someone's a heel when they do this. <laughs> I I just hope they do something more with him than just him wrestle Matt Riddle and then lose and then he disappears again. So, but uh, okay. the match would be awesome. <laughs> that rolling German that he did on Matt Riddle was uh, pretty snug. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was actually my Who Wins Wrestling, and you guys just talked about it for me, so I don't even have to go. What was that, Jackie? My, no, yeah, mine was going to be Shorty G. I was like, all right, finally he's getting some recognition. He did. He looked great on SmackDown. He's turning heel. Maybe they're going to actually do something with him now. You guys just said all that for me, so awesome. I like how, I like how Baron Corbin paused. We win wrestling. I, I, like, I like how Baron Corbin – kind of gave him his name back and called him Chad, like showing him right. like, yeah. like fake respect for him. So like now he feels like, you know, someone acknowledged me. <laughs> um, I'm going with the intercontinental championship is who wins wrestling because now that they are, they're doing almost like uh, John Cena's open challenge with AJ. But now like through a heel perspective to see guys like, you know, Graham and Talik finally wrestle like, a guy like AJ, and then hopefully Lince Dorado gets to wrestle him next week, which is, you know, one of the rumors they're going to have AJ wrestle Lince that. But then I don't know if they're going to push them into that tag match with Shinsuke and and uh, Cesaro. But yeah. uh, I, w- I would really like to see, like, guys that are underused go up against someone like AJ Styles, and, and AJ can show you how good these guys really are. And then it's, it's actually given some kind of credibility back to the belt. To the point where maybe the belt will be important when Brian, you know, Daniel Bryan comes back and he's too wrestle for the belt again later on. You know, that's what's uh, going for. Yeah, I'm can you guys shine a little bit of light on something for me? Because I, I might have, I guess I missed it completely. The uh, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax situation. No, I don't understand that at all. So yeah, shake, a fist, shake a fist, make a make a grimacy face. So Vince McMahon doesn't like Shayna Baszler, and this is how he's going to get rid of her. He's going to put her in a program with Nia Jax. She gets hurt, and then you won't see her for a while. <laughs> That's what he's doing. Okay, so I'm the only one. I'm the, I'm not the only one who thinks this is not a good move for them to put ba- Baszler against Nia, unless you have Baszler just tap her every time. I don't know, dude. I don't. If they don't do something like. Maybe this is possibly a punishment for Nia for hurting Kyrie and and basically Kyrie going, well, I'm hitting the bricks because this ain't worth it. And, you know, and then Charlotte's hurt now. And like, I mean, like they have nothing for Nia. So maybe they have Baszler like tap her out and then it it elevates Baszler. Well, if if they elevated Baszler and then had Ronda go come back for a thing, that could be main. That could be mania stuff. Yeah. yeah, that'd be super. I would like to see it. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Baszler. I, I think I think she's unbelievably like underutilized in that. In I that like program. I like uh, her style. I think that she dresses cool. 
<laughs> like when they have her in her regular clothes, I'm like, oh, she dresses cool. <laughs> I wish I could afford clothes. <laughs> uh, Basler's a badass, man. I, I, I love her to death. I want to see more of her. Hopefully, uh, it doesn't turn out like Mark said, and Jax just puts her on the shelf because that's what Jax does. And uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, but the match on Raw was god awful. Why have a match? The the match actually brawl. happened. The, yeah, they had a brawl, and then the mm-hmm. officials broke up that brawl. Then they had a match that ended in countout within the first minute. So they had two countouts on Raw, which also added right. to the Oscar match and why it was dumb. Because they already had a countout 20, 30 minutes before that. All right, you made your freaking point. Shut up. <laughs> I win. <laughs> <laughs> all right man i think i'll about do it for this episode let's get on to the plugs Corey, what do you got man uh i want to plug something that i don't really plug that much on here but i want to make sure i do uh check out uh struggling with socio it's a really good podcast um and dude honestly the last episode was really cool he had uh he had this dude who uh bought nwa anarchy and was doing something only. Uh, he changed his name. I don't remember. Derek. Derek I don't know. But it was a good episode. It was a good listen. Uh, uh, dude, check out check out Bruce. This 15-minute short film that uh, came, out, came out two weeks ago. And it's like some of the coolest acting stuff I've ever done. Super proud of it. And if you hate it, it only took 15 of your minutes. And I'll give you 15 minutes of my time. That you can you can tell me how you felt about it and tell me how we can all improve. Check out my podcast, Evolving with Corey Castle. Uh, new episodes coming every Monday. I just had I just had one drop this Monday from uh, Jeffrey Gorian. Uh, he talked about he talked about his uh, his uh, COVID double pneumonia and the treatment and coming back from it, living in New York City, going to the hospital, the hell of that hospital visit. It's definitely worth your time to check that out. If you like, if we're going to get into the whole, like the hoax of COVID, you want to get into like the medicine that they're using, the hydrochloric, whatever the heck that stuff's called. He, yeah. Hydrochloric, whatever he, he talks about, he talks about how uh, they gave it to him and, and it worked. Um, but it's definitely worth your time. Check it out. And uh, you know, if you like the show, if you like evolving, if you like Bruce, let us know you exist. Leave us a rating. Re- subscribe. Make sure, you, make sure you subscribe on Rick's YouTube channel so that you check out the live video of these shows every week when we put them out. And sometimes if we take a break, whoops, forgive us. <laughs> and, uh, you know, this, 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 this quarantine has given us the opportunity now to, like, kind of improve our show, our, the, the visual aspect of our show, and it being on YouTube now is more accessible my show as well. So if you if you are a more visual person and you like to you like to see us do this and do this <laughs> and do this. And if you're only just hearing me saying this and this and this, maybe you subscribe yeah. to YouTube's Rick cha- Rick's, Rick's YouTube <laughs> channel, and then you then you'll then you'll be able to see it. Then you'll be able to tell what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, support your friends who are creating art and. Uh, you know, we're all going through hard times. I mean, some of us more than others. 
So, you know, if you love somebody, reach out to them and tell them, tell them that you cherish them. Rick, Mark, I cherish you guys so much. And I thank you for like doing the show with me every week. Oh, and thanks. Thanks. Thanks for loving me, even though you make fun of me all the time. <laughs> if I didn't make fun of you, it means I don't like you. <laughs> uh, I only make fun of you because I think it's funny. Yeah. Talk about that. When I, I tweeted, I tweeted something and I texted it to you. I texted you to you after. And I was like, is this the best tweet I've ever done? And you were like, maybe, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> All your tweets are terrible. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Um, yeah. So uh, Corey was talking about my YouTube channel. Check it out. It's tinyurl.com slash YouTube. Rick Connor, C-O-N-N-O-R. Uh, you're gonna check out. Uh, you're gonna see every single uh, Russell Rock episode that we've been that we've recorded to date, uh, along with some challenge videos. There's a whole bunch of pro wrestling on there. Uh, the Russell Bell Rock stuff is on there. Uh, a whole mess of the the, the watch alongs. I think are always fantastic. They're always super fun to do and to make and edit down and stuff. Uh, if you're a fan of this show and you want some merch for it, go on over to teespring.com slash store slash wrestle dash rock. Uh, everything on that site is uh, is uh, uh, every single item uh, is all the proceeds go to charity. Is what I was trying to say. I couldn't get that out for some reason. I do it every week. But uh, check out my other podcast that I do with Mark's sister, Karen. Uh, it's called eh, It's Something to Do. It's a pop culture pod, pop podcast. We uh, Right now we're going over uh, Reaper episode by episode. So it's, uh, it's very good. It was Mark's suggestion. It was very, very, it's a very, very fun show. Uh, Ray Wise is the man. Yeah. A very underrated show, yeah. Uh, and I think that's all I got. Mark, do you have anything this week? Instagram, wherever... How do you do this? That's it. <laughs> so over there. Follow me on Instagram because Twitter sucks. And um, <laughs> uh, there are some uh, rumblings. Uh, Mr. Robinson talked to me this week about resurrecting uh, the uneducated. So we got to figure out how we're going to do it and what style we're going to do it. And so well, it's going to take some time because it's Ed. So it may, this may be the first rumbling. It still may take me a year to even get it back on here. <laughs> but well, I will resubscribe in a heartbeat. Uh, we're, yes. we're trying to, it's going to be more, even more pop culture based. I think we're going to be reviewing movies, but I think I'm going to do something more on like what Rick is saying, but not an entire series. I think it'll probably be like pivotal episodes on certain TV shows and stuff like that and watch those. Uh, I got to talk That's to cool. him. I haven't figured out how he wants to do this yet, but you know, Ed, he throws 45 ideas at me and I'm supposed to remember all of them. And- <laughs> And then try to read new shows. So, yeah, we'll see. Very nice, man. I'm excited about that. Yeah, me That'd too. Be a good yeah. I'm sure if I'm prepared to drink that much again, but yeah, we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you don't have to drink. I mean, you don't have to drink, but then Ed drinks, and then there's drinks in front of you, and you know, like, you know, then you drink. It's more fun to I, drink. <laughs> I still got a whole bottle of rum. <laughs> I haven't finished my second bottle of rum yet, guys. Uh, this has nothing to do with wrestling or anything like that, but I was uh, searching around because of Nick Burke. I was searching around for Boys to Men songs. And uh, if you're interested at all, Boys to Men did a lot of cover songs and they covered uh, Iris by the Google Dolls. 
So if you ever want to hear Iris, the Google Dolls version of Iris done by boys to men, and trust me, you do, please go and check that out. It's on YouTube. So look at that. But speaking of boys to men, let's take it out like we always do with Mr. Nick Burke. It's so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. Join us again. For another episode of Rassle Rock. This has been Jay Davis speaking. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Works, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern and In the Room. Featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro, both shows take callers live during the show. And recent guests have included General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOC Nation. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. The morning after, right here on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Brady Hicks and... Homeboy Rap Boy here. I tell you what, we got a good show right here in the afternoon at 12 o'clock. Eastern Standard Time on the VOC Nation. Talking wrestling, football, news, whatever's going on in the world today. VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. (laughs) 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.